This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, I'm Grongi McGuire, and this is Chantelle Fiducci and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So, Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi, Chantal. Hi, Grania. How are you? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. To be honest, I'm still exhausted from the breakies. Oh, God, I know. Both of us just got in on the red eye back from LA, guys. So it's been pretty tough. Grania did find an outfit for the plane, though. They wouldn't let her on naked. But <laughs> it was such a success. Have you gotten over your hangover yet? And just about. I just wish people would stop talking about the snubs and just celebrate the people. Honestly, people, come on. And we're sorry about the slap, but we figure if they can slap the cheeks, we can slap both our butt cheeks together to say goodbye. We thought you guys would like it. So whatever, it's the new slapping. Um, Are you excited about... I don't know. How are you feeling about 2022? Do you've got do you've got good vibes for it? 2022? You mean two oh years ago? Tell oh you what, no. I'm pretty pumped about it. It this was a great a- year. <laughs> it was when we started this podcast, I believe. So it's funny you bring that up. That's why you're bringing it up, isn't it? Because this is a time of remembrance, everyone. We like to look back at 2022. <laughs> but also 2024, which we're looking forward towards, I am also super excited never about remember. as well. I can never remember what year it is. Like, I've just it's- given up. I've given up. It goes too quickly and then there's no point remembering <laughs> we're so glad to have everyone with us guys <laughs> well it's a leap year this one really is gonna be oh fast, sneaky leap that's year. why you're all and we're just ending the leap year month as well the leap month is coming to an end now so how has your february been do you know what february is a sneaky month Talk it's to a me. sneaky month it's like a sh- you know like you so if if you ever read a short story you think oh this won't take long. And then it always takes longer than you bloody suspect because you're like, this is a short story. I should be finished this already. And that's how I feel about February. I fully agree. It's a novella that goes on about three chapters too long. <laughs> I totally long. agree. And I, there's always so much going on. I always figure February is a bit of a quiet month. It's mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. There is no quiet month. That's how I feel about 2024, Grania. I've realized there is, I can already picture December 29th, like, 2025 I can already like the year is just ahead of me there is no such thing as a quiet month and I think it's time we brought back quiet months that's my plan to have at least a quiet weekend maybe yeah there should be an official month where it is offensive to ask somebody to leave the house yeah nothing happens in that month yeah like, and it should be talking? March. March is March is the Tuesday of month. Mm. This is a rubbish, rubbish month. If your birthday's in March, sorry, no one wants to come to your birthday. It's rubbish. It's a crap okay. month. Okay, the problem in that, St. Patrick's Day. <gasps> well, okay, just St. Patrick's Day. We'll just do that. We've decided, everyone. 
We can go out one day in March. It's St. Patrick's Day. Other than that, Grania and I are officially in all next month. And to keep you excited when you all stay in all next month, we have our amazing series coming up with all our amazing guests. They've been just, they're just the best. We, I've been so, I felt so excited before every episode because the, the couples have been fantastic and the guests have just been to a man, to a woman, gorgeous. Incredible. And we're starting strong, aren't we, oh, this week? Speaking of hunks, mm-hmm. thinking of hunks, you don't get hunkier than this guest. You don't. He is extremely funny. He is, oh, easy on the eye. And he is literally mm-hmm. on everything. If you watch television, his little face will have popped up. Oh, yeah, you've seen him. You know him very well. And his dulcet tones cannot be... Cannot be mistaken for anyone else. You will recognise this soft, velvety this voice. This is ASMR. Indeed. But you well, won't be able to fall asleep because he's just too goddamn funny. <laughs> so get ready for the the very ubiquitous... I've pronounced that word wrong, but I'm just going to style it out. You did well. <laughs> Sunil Patel. The way they were. Hi, Sunil. Hello. Hi, Sunil. Thanks for being with us today. How are you? Uh, a pleasure to be here. Very well, thank you. Um, looking forward to chatting about something I've been told to keep secret. Okay, well done, well done. He's learned, he has learned, guys. <laughs> it sounds like you've come in to, you know, reveal something to the police. <laughs> I, 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 it's yeah, a I confession. It. <laughs> we're, we're quite a romantic podcast. We like mm. to think we are. Um, do you, would you consider yourself a romantic um, I wouldn't. I think the fear is that in me, if I ever did something romantic, I'd like, I'd see it from an outside eye and then want to shoot myself. Oh, you, know I mean? Just the you think you'd be embarrassed? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I think it's that. Is that based it, on experience? Have you tried? No, I wouldn't even try. I just don't okay. think it's me. I just don't think it's for everyone, is it? It's, it's only for some people, you know? It's not has, any, has anybody ever tried to be romantic at you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, um, probably in the past. But I think it's one of those things that, like, I'd quickly try and undermine with it, with a, you know, a fun comment, like, you know, I think you've ruined my life, just stuff like that, just a bit of fun. You're too English. You're like I'm... a very Colin Firth character. <laughs> All that repression. There are there are romantic Englishmen, aren't there? I just wouldn't say I'm one of them. And you... Thanks so much for being here today, Sunil. It's really happy to have you. It's a pleasure. I think, oh. uh, I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> so you don't like rom... So, okay, so you find sort of like no, I watch a, I'll watch a rom-com. I'll watch a rom-com. I think that's fun. Well, he did um, say, okay. Sunil did say it's for other people, it's not for him. Which he, he's just, just aware. Me. He's just a self-aware king. What do exactly. you want? Yeah. Yeah. But do most people say they're romantic then? I think most people sort of like react against the cliches that we yes. are told of romance. Grand and most right. people for like practical, uh, unselfconscious things. Oh, right. Well, I mean, r- romance is is a cliche anyway, isn't it? I mean, Ooh, everything is a cliche when it comes to deep. romance. Well, That's how do you know something's romantic unless someone's done it before, right? People don't really know. Is that true? I don't. Should know. we even discuss the couple, or should we just delve deeper into this? <laughs> if somebody, if somebody's listening to this podcast, who, if somebody's listening, who, who, uh, who has ambitions to woo you, right? right. They yeah, want to yeah. get through your frosty English exterior to that yeah. vulnerable little heart. Sure. Okay. What would be your tip? So you don't like grand gestures. What What could they do? Honestly, probably just like be in my face all the time, just be around all the time. I think that's the only way you get through to some men. And okay, I'd probably yeah. be one of them. Yeah. It's like when I was 16, I genuinely thought that was just the covering 
and yeah. persistence. Yeah. I thought that I, would saying that, I probably wouldn't like it if it did happen like that. But I'm just saying that that's a it, it's probably the easiest way, right? The simplest way. Just constantly be there, and eventually you just wear them down. Over time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to happen eventually. At they some point, we all get in, older, people. you know. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get over. The options will dwindle, and they go, "Oh, right, then fine, you'll exactly. do." And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Some, sometimes you have to just give up. <laughs> Again, thanks so much for being it's here. A pleasure so. to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's very, and without giving away too much, considering I know the couple that you've picked. Yeah, okay. I find I, I'm enjoying the juxtaposition. Yeah. Between, right, you're coming um, to it from a knowledge perspective. Yeah, right? you're I sort of it. like jaded weariness okay. of love. Yeah. Okay. With the couple that we're about to discuss. Okay. Um, as much as we can for the next hour, because really, let's be honest, this could be a whole um, podcast series. Oh. But anyway, okay, it's a hint. Okay, it's there, a hint. We, we have a complex situation there's coming up. Lot. I feel there's okay. a lot. There's a lot uh, here. So I can tell you that Sunil's couple got together in the golden year of 1994. So just to jog a memory, these are world events. Now, we don't know that the world events impacted this couple getting together. We don't know that it didn't. Of course. So 94, it's the year Tonya Harding uh, was uh, alleged, well, I think we can say she was involved with the attack on Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Kurt Cobain dies and Nelson Mandela becomes the first black president of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't know that they impacted this couple getting together, <laughs> but who knows? We don't know. Butterfly effect, who knows what was involved? It's not relevant. <laughs> it's not relevant at all. <laughs> was I, uh, I was really to sticking on to Tanya Harding and Nelson Mandela and trying to find the through line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get, yeah, there's some parallels. No, there isn't. No. But let's talk about this couple okay. because neither had known love like this before. Because can't you see the notorious love that they had? It hypnotized me. Yeah, okay, so it's Notorious B.I.G. And, um, oh, God, what's her bloody name? Oh, God. It is, it is, it is Biggie, right? Okay, I can, I can reveal it is Biggie, but again... Yeah, Biggie. Oh, hence, God, what's her name? No, no, don't, don't, don't. Episode, Faith, 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 Faith Evans. Biggie and Faith Evans. Okay. This is so, a big one. Good one, Samir. Good one. one. This is I a love a 90s one. R&B throwback. I've been G- hoping to get okay. Usher and left, uh, not left on. What's her name from TLC? Cut that out. But <laughs> now this will do to start with. I'm excited. Do you and, know a lot about this one then? Are you aware of it? I wouldn't say I know tons. Like Grind is going to be the expert here, but I was yeah. very aware of them as a couple in the 90s, as a 90s kid in America. Yeah, I yeah. was I was aware, particularly after his untimely passing. She made us all very aware that she was very much the woman of his life. So I'm well, excited, though. Just, I don't know about the breakup, though. I'll say that. I don't know much just about Just a the little bit of behind the curtain stuff. There was some back and forth, and we had to exa- make an executive decision whether it was Notorious B.I.G. and Lil Kim, or whether it was going to be uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Faith Evans. I did wonder which one you'd go for, but... I think Lil, I think Faith Evans was the right choice. That was to me. That was the. I think that I was, was steered the into the right choice there. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. that was the actual couple. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually didn't know that. Um, I chose Little Kim just because I thought that I, I'd completely forgotten about um, Faith Evans. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. I know. Right Horrible, now, Faith Evans is just throwing something at a oh. wall and she doesn't know why. <laughs> Honestly, I can't <laughs> believe it. Before we get any further, just to clarify, Notorious oh. B.I.G. is 90s rapper and Faith Evans, also iconic, the first lady of Bad Boy Records, 90s R&B performer. So, Sunil, what was it? Mm. About this iconic couple, bear in mind, you've just admitted you didn't know that they were together that attracted you. Why did you want to talk well, about this? Because he thought one of them was Lil' Kim. I thought, I thought he was married to Lil' Kim. For, I just thought for ages because she was the one that was more like in the public eye. In my I can't opinion. believe anyway. you thought that. That's nuts. No. Faith Evans, I'll be honest with everyone. I think yeah. I speak for you as well, Sunil. She was, to me, mainly known as being Biggie's partner. Right, yeah. I don't think she was particularly famous outside of that, if I'm being no, brutally maybe honest. maybe that's why I chose Lil' Kim, because I was yeah. like, oh, that's a famous couple in my head. <laughs> and, I, and that was the one that, like, because I'd get news about them once a month in magazine form when I was a kid. And that's the only way I'd ever, you, I didn't know anything about the ins and outs of their relationship until I was much older. So let's say, so Lil' Kim was the 90s rapper as well, yeah. also linked to, but can I just say, I just want to admit something. I, until I start re- researching this episode thought biggie smalls and notorious big were two different people oh my interesting <laughs> okay, this is going to be a chaotic episode why are we doing this couple listen <laughs> a lot of other of couples you know were taken uh, you've, had, you've done a lot of episodes before you got to me and a lot of couples were taken it's really hard thought they were two different people this is going to be fun i think it's going to be is, i think we're all going to learn a lot i think oddly enough you two might learn the most today. from you yeah yeah please tell us more about what i've chosen so <laughs> i presume you you were a teenager with, yeah. what in the early 90s like what what was your what did teenage sunil make of this pairing what do you remember how you felt I, about it? I honestly could not have cared less about it. Um, I was no, no, no. Don't cover your don't don't put your head in your hands. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get through, guys. It's, all, it's only about forty five minutes left, guys. Don't worry. We're going to power through. It's going to be I great. It was, I, but I was more interested in Notorious B.I.G. I didn't really like R and B that much. But okay. I was, and then but Lil Kim. Oh, I, I, that's why I chose them both because she, to me, was also um, an artist who I enjoyed. Whereas Faith, Faith Evans. Who's Faith Hill, by the way? Faith Hill is a white country singer. Not that's who I initially. We could do. You could have done her and Tim McGraw. That was a massive couple. Just putting that out there. And by the sounds of it, I think you know more about them. They were good. So. They were in um, that Yellowstone spinoff, weren't they? That was good. What? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should. We can no, switch like it up now. I don't it's think too late. Even... Let's. <laughs> I, I thought he was going out with Lil Kim because the news coming <laughs> to me was so sporadic. That. I always thought they were together. Why were you so like... into Notorious B.I.G.? Let's start with that. What, what got you so into him? You're in England. <clears throat> you're not in. You're not on the East Coast of America or up. on the West Coast. No. What's you're your attachment? That whole thing, you were out. You were <laughs> East Coast, West Coast. Mess. You're not even near I'm a coast by the sounds of it. You're in way. London. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not so in you London. got no I'm dog in the race. Music wouldn't get to me except via like a truck bringing CDs down the M4. That's the and only And one way. of them, a little CD skipped down the hill <laughs> into CD. your hand. And, and I bought, because uh, uh, older brothers of friends would be listening to hip hop and that would filter through to us. And then mm-hmm. we'd go down to the record shop and we'd listen to stuff. And I bought the, I, I used to listen to Tim Westwood every like Friday or Saturday night. And I really enjoyed Notorious B.I.G. And I bought his CD and it came with a big sticker in it that I put on top of my hi-fi that I got for Christmas. Oh, wow. So every morning I'd wake up and the first sort of 
person's face I'd see was a baby Notorious B.I.G., which was the sticker I had. Yep, I remember that. Wow. So very important to me, but only because it, that was the first sort of music I, as I was a teenager, that I listened to. So yeah, hip-hop was something I, I sort of grew up with at that age. And it got you ready okay. for the mean streets of Bath. Do you know what? It got me out of there, you know? <laughs> got you out of the spa time. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> it ain't easy. But it's, well, it's like, it's always those places that have kids that are into hip-hop. It's because it's like so far removed from... It's very and, true. Yeah. It's white it's very suburban true. areas that love it. Like Bristol, Ireland Bristol is Bristol, Bristol yeah. there is just a bunch of white boys obsessed with hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blow your mind. Yeah, well, yeah, before yeah. we go any further, uh, Faith Evans has already been in touch mm. and she's just scrolled across my wall. That's fair enough, but what about our star signs? So yeah, right. I can tell you, Notorious B.I.G., born May 21st, he's a Gemini. Oh, we hope you Gemini. Yeah. Faith Evans, June 10th. She's a Gemini too. Oh, you screwed. Is that bad? They're a pair of Gemini twins. There oh were four God. people. There are four faces in this relationship. Do you guys um, know anything about astrology? No. We just think it's fun to talk about. It. <laughs> it's yeah, a bit like how you are about this couple. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to... We know nothing, but we just think it's funny. What's the astrology bit? <laughs> yeah. That's bad, though. I guess if you're both the same, that's bad, for sure. What? Well, I, I, am I speaking out of turn, Grian? You don't... Depends yeah. how depressed I am. If I'm depressed, I'm really into star signs. If I'm not, I'm like, come on, guys, be logical. But anyway, let's get it's back not. to these crazy kids. Sorry. Gemini, Gemini, what percentage, Sunil, do you think this chance ever, this couple ever had of working out based on star sign? Oh, zero. You can't have two star signs together. That I do know. Okay, I like his answer. We've never had someone that, suggest zero yeah. percent. That is yeah. a okay. bold answer. I'm going to say two Gemini's. They're both twins. Maybe the twins will get along. I'm going to say sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight percent. But I can tell you, according to their astrological charts that govern us mm-hmm. all. This couple will go everywhere together, do everything together and talk about everything with one another again and again until one of them loses interest in the other. In most cases, this is not a relationship they will want to stay in. Although their mutual understanding is perfect, in the end, they are too similar. However, percentage chance for working out, 83%. Come on. Oh, that doesn't make okay. any sense. <laughs> that doesn't make it. Wait, are you saying astrology doesn't make? So there's an eighty-six percent chance according to the stars, and yet, and yet here we are. So tell me, Grania, what happened? Well, so let's find out who these kids are. So Chris Wallace, aka Notorious B.I.G., aka Biggie Smalls, aka Notorious. <laughs> Born in Brooklyn, his father left their family when he was two years old. His mother worked two jobs while raising him. He was nicknamed Big because he struggled with his weight. He was an excellent student, but also had problems with his mental health. He started dealing drugs and rapping at a very young age, where he caught the attention of P. Diddy. So we've mentioned Tim Westwood. Now we're going to mention P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. So there's a few like people. In <laughs> there's this something they have in common. <laughs> yeah, that aren't the best. So I just thought I wanted to to reference that that we yeah. are Puff Daddy's. No, he's not a friend of the podcast. No, <laughs> nor is Tim Westwood. Yeah. Not, these are not people we will ever be covering. Um, so he caught uh, the P Diddy's attention, who signed him to his label. He was in a relationship at that time. That's uh, notorious B.I.G. with his childhood sweetheart called Jan Jackson. Oh, oh wow, Jan Jackson! What so close. Do? What was her? What was her game? 
She just was friends with them. She was around the way girl. That's oh, how classic Faith Evans around the way girl. Her. She's around the way girl. Uh, so the pair struggled as Biggie became more focused on career, on his career, and then it got worse when poor old Jan got pregnant. Oh, so in '93 they had their daughter, but they separated soon after. So but I'm sure he was super present in the kid's life, right? Like really yeah. hands on. He mentioned yeah. her in one song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think, you know, I think like it's with all this, I think it's really important to remember how mm-hmm. young everybody is. Like this whole story I we agree. tell of their romance, it takes place within about four years. And mm-hmm. the oldest any of them are is 25. Like that they're is, all so young. It's so crazy. It's, it's a lot. Bless his little heart. You're he, right. He had a lot yeah. going on. Yeah, and meanwhile. Break. Yeah. Faith Evans, uh, her mother was a teenager when she had Faith. Uh, she ended up being brought up by extended family members in New Jersey. New Jersey. Nice. Shout out. Just been there. Nice. Shout out to New Jersey. Uh, she had a very strict household. Her only outlet was singing at church. But Classic. as a teenager, she went a little bit wild. At 16, she started dating a much older, small time drug dealer. And then she dated a married man who was much older than, than her, who was helping her write her songs. And it's interesting because in the book, she's like, she feels really bad in hindsight. She thinks it was like bad karma to be having an affair with a married man. Hint, what's about to happen to her. But like, it's so gross because reading it, you're like, oh God, he was in his 30s. And he oh was like, God. It, it was just like, she was like 17, 16. Yeah, she was Ooh. so. Yikes. And then in her first year at university, she meets this record producer and he's really charming. He's got really swagger. He's really ambitious. She starts kind of seeing with him. She gets pregnant. And then it's only when she meets his mother that her mother goes, well, you do know he's 16, don't you? <gasps> Oh no, so now she's the old, now she's what? a predator. Oh no. Well, she was only 18. She was only 18. It wasn't like a May, December situation. It okay. was like she was 18. Anyway, so she has the baby, but she breaks up with this 16 year old child. Child. <laughs> yeah. But through him, she meets Puff Daddy. Oh, okay. And okay. It's, he, she sings for him, and then she's signed to Bad Boy Records. Of course. Okay. So and the we're sta- in. The stage, the stage is, set. is set. The stage is set. So in 1994, they meet at a bad boy photo shoot. Oh, imagine that. I okay. mean, the music's pumping. Everybody's wearing amazing outfits. P. Diddy is like standing in the middle of all, look at me, look at me. I just imagine everything is in that fisheye lens that every single music video was back then oh, as well. Oh, yeah, the Hype Williams uh, video. The Hype yeah. Williams fisheye, yeah. yeah. So this is how Faith describes how he seemed when she met him first. She said he was very tall, over 300 pounds and had a lazy eye. Okay. (laughs) Tick, tick, tick. (laughs) She walks over to her and he's walking really slowly and he has to keep stopping to pull his pants up because they're too big for him. (laughs) Just nonstop green flags. (laughs) This is great. But this is the thing. She's like, he is so magnetic like he's so charismatic she's like this guy and it's the first time we've used this phrase on the on the podcast i think he's got riz (laughs) okay i just realized we're gonna have a lot of difficult moments in this podcast i think (laughs) if grog is gonna be quoting hip-hop stars from the 90s we're in for a wild ride kids so buckle up He's charismatic. This boy is charismatic. He sits down next to her and she's showing her friends some photographs she just had developed of her 21st. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, show me this picture. Show me this picture. She's never met him before. And she's like, oh, no, this is my pictures, my auntie, blah, blah, blah. And um, <laughs> then after the photo shoot, he's like, yo, drive me and my friends home. Can you drive me and my friends home? Because he still lives with his mother in Brooklyn. Okay, so of course. She's like, oh, okay, cool. So she drives him back. And then he goes in the car. I'm going to ring you later. You're going to get a call from me. And she's like, what are you talking about? You haven't got my number. You haven't got my number. She goes back to her flash. Bring, bring. House phone. Rings. She picks it up. It's Biggie. That is suave when men do that. Only men do that. I know it can also be stocky-ish as well. Sorry, how did he get the number? Okay, 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 good. So this is a bit of like a midsummer murder thing. Like, (laughs) how did he get her number? So Chantal, how do you think he got her number? I think he asked his friend P. Diddy for it. So there was a clue in what I said. The clue was there. Oh, 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 okay. So you think he he asked people? Oh, no, he got it from, he looked at the photos and it was like on the photos, on the photos she had developed, it would have had her phone number on it. Really? Wow. It was was on the envelope. On the envelope. And he just memorized it. He memorized it. So that's why he was like, show me more pictures, show me more pictures. So he could memorize. Mm. That is stalkery then. That, that, no, I think that's what I was just going to ask you if you'd consider that the kind of romance that you'd be into. But no, now we're calling it stalker. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah you. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't... laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be terrified if someone just got my phone number and called me out of the blue. Oh, no, it's not out of the blue, is it? It's I've not out of the blue. Home. He said, I am yeah. going to call you. Yeah, but you think okay. it's kind of suave and <clears throat> romantic? Yeah, cool. We... I think it's cool. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. We're breaking Sunil down. No, By the it's end of this, he's going to be a blubbering story, mess. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Sunil, imagine 21 year old Sunil. And then there's this guy as charismatic as Biggie Smalls in his prime. And he's like, yo, Sunil, I'm going to call you. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I'd be absolutely. <laughs> So you're okay. Saying, okay. You're saying you a man who's so, taller than me, 300 pounds with a lazy eye, <laughs> take, finds my number somewhere and calls me. It does sound like a Bond villain. Horrible. <laughs> she, listen, okay. Faith is in. So from this moment on, when she's not recording, she calls rent to uh, Biggie's house in Brooklyn. She still has some his mother. She's hanging around with his friends on the stoop. She brings her daughter. They're having the best time. Uh, but she says he's always with his friends and she finds it really frustrating there's hardly any one-on-one time he was mm-hmm. always with his gang but then one time they are together in her car and he leans in and he <gasps> kisses her and she Aww. says it's so intimate and so vulnerable and romantic that she's like uh-oh I'm in she's trouble. in she's in this episode is brought to you by Shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
She's locked in. Do we have a lot of interviews from his perspective? We will get to his perspective on that in a second. But this one, she finds very romantic. So then Bad Boy Records are having this big lunch party. I think it's to coincide with Puff Daddy's birthday. So she arrives at this big club and she's wearing this this linen dress that she thinks is really tasteful and elegant. But it's only when she gets to the party, she's like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Everybody else is like, all the girls are like turned up. And she she says she looks like a record executive. So she feels like really nerdy and like she looks like she's going to church and she's really embarrassed. Then she sees Biggie and he's with his friends. And then they start playing his song. And she said, because she's so busy recording, she hasn't actually heard his music. So they start playing his song. He walks out on stage and she sees him rap for the first time on stage. And it blows her mind. She's like, oh my God, the Craig go wild. He's like the most charismatic, incredible performance she's ever seen. Then he gets off stage. He walks over to her and then he goes, where are you going tonight? And she was like, I don't know. And he goes, well, wherever you're going, I'm going. And then the pair of them leave together. Oh, I got goosebumps, I'm not going to lie. It's hard. These are smooth moves. I didn't know she hadn't seen him rap before. That's interesting. Because yeah. oh, it's quite this. So it's like, this is like weeks we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, have you ever seen like somebody that you thought was like shit at stand up or you hadn't seen them do stand up and then you see them do stand up and they're good and you're like, oh, maybe I do like them. Oh, yeah, it does make someone more attractive. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting <laughs> to know how like, how it would have gone if she'd seen him first and then they'd met after that. Yeah. I think he, yeah, he have might. Been a she squad. might have been a bit starstruck or maybe find him a little bit too cool for school vibe. A bit intimidating. Maybe get to know him as a person. For Had, Has he seen her perform yet? I think he gets to, he's a big fan of her music and he thinks uh, she's an incredible right. singer. Okay. So he really respects her. So two months later, after meeting, so they know each other two months. My God, it's moving fast. No, okay. no, 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 no. The two months have, this is weeks. I'm saying two months into the future, uh-huh. they get yeah. married. Oh, so yeah, it is moving fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. nuts. So okay. from meeting to getting married Two months has elapsed. And, how and old, they're both yeah, tw- 19, 20? They're both like 21, 22. Oh, goodness. And they both got kids, haven't they? He's got, yeah, they both have daughters. They've packed a lot into their lives at this point. They really have. That's amazing. There's a lot going on here. Okay. So they get married. She wears the same dress she wore to the big in big industry party. It's a very Thrifty. Soul, yeah, it's a very soul ser- small ceremony with just one witness. Uh, and Faith is real stressed because she still hasn't met Biggie's mother and she's really annoyed about that. This is Biggie's memory of the start of their relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether, I don't know what we, how we'll do, whether we'll, there's some words that we'll probably have to beep out, but I'll just say them and then maybe. Oh, please, please say them all, say them all yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Do your yeah, best Biggie accent. Let's do it. Yeah, don't hold back, man. You're, you're in a safe space. Let's do it. Let's hear the impression. Come on. When you start, so this is Biggie. When you start hustling, you get introduced to shit real fast. You be getting pussy real quick because you be fucking the users sometimes. I don't have every kind of bitch. Young bitch, old bitch, users, mothers, grandmothers, dumb bitches. And I never ever met no girl like my wife. She talks to me like nobody else talked to me before. When I first saw her, she was killing me with those eyes. I rolled up to her and I said, you're the type of girl I would marry. She said, why don't you? So I was like, Fuck it, it's on. We'd only known each other about eight days. That's so sweet. <laughs> that was... 
It's really lovely. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> oh, it was like a sonnet. It was just... Oh, I almost, almost shed a tear. And also, I'm glad we have that recording to blackmail Grania with in the future. That's going straight needed. out. That's, yeah. <laughs> but he, he, oh, there was bitches, young dip- bitches. <laughs> there was something different about her. Like, he felt a real connection to her. To I think her. There was a poetry about that as well, what, what he said, I think. It, yeah. it was sweet in his. Yeah. It was speaking in his own words, and it was yeah. very sweet. Yeah. And they're so young. They're so young. The babies. They're absolutely babies. So they're both working on their debut albums. And sometimes when they be, they were working in their studio together, she'd be like doing vocals. He'd come in to listen, and they would have intimate moments together in the recording booth where they had to lock the door. Oh God, <laughs> that's not gross at all. That's that's it's great. soundproof though. No one's going to hear or anything. That's right. It's just recorded. So, uh, but it was tempestuous right from the start. Faith once threw all his clothes out the window because she was mad he was heading out on tour to Europe when he hadn't been spending enough time with her before he left. Then she came back and found that he had shredded all her clothes. Oh, these are dramatic people. These are my kind. This is my kind of couple. This is why I do this podcast, to hear dramatic kids acting like idiots. This is great. Well, hang and on. Why did he shred the clothes then? Because she threw his clothes out the window. That makes sense. That makes sense. Tat for tat. <laughs> Sorry. And there mean... was this dress that Mary J. Blige had given her, this really fancy woolen dress, oh, yeah. and she was especially upset that he had shredded it. Into what, a really like fancy a... woolen dress. <laughs> it sounds like something like Mark One. How's he doing it? With scissors or a shredder? <laughs> Sunil raises a very good point because to actually shred clothes with just scissors would really a long take time. a hell of a lot of time. <laughs> stay angry for that whole duration of whatever you're doing. Though. I thought he quite busy he's about to go on tour just got back from tour he's probably quite tired i don't think he's people a, hold had up, home hold shredders up. at that time <laughs> gotta really. go just, to yeah. gotta go to my wife's flat and yeah. just tear up all this clothes. one pair of scissors <laughs> see see you in a week <laughs> so he's on tour she's working on our album it's difficult and then on the set of big's first video faith meets little kim uh-oh Ooh. Little Kim's got all her clothes, you know, Faith and Biggie are walking around basically naked. Little Kim turns up with a whole wardrobe. Can't compete. So, okay, I'm going to just go on a little side side tour to just explore for a very little bit Little Kim's relationship with Biggie. Because Biggie, okay. you know how poor old Diana... Oh, uh, Sunil will know about this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's activated. Both rappers. Um, she was part of the... Um, Junior Mafia. Yep, here we go. <clears throat> that's she's yeah, that's all I know. So just no. so you there was there was it wasn't like there was three people in this relationship. At one stage there was a, at least five. Yeah. And okay. one of those corners was Lil' Kim. So we'll just start a little bit her relationship with Biggie, which as yet Faith does not know about. So Okay. We we now know information Faith doesn't know. So Faith said she was, ra- or sorry, Kim was rapping on the corner of a street in Brooklyn. Um, she got into a rap battle with Biggie and he fell in love. That's when they were like, oh my God. Yeah. That po- sounds like a scene out of like West Side Story. It doesn't sound like how people actually meet. <laughs> she was on a rap battle and then it has fallen in love. Have you, uh, Sunil, have you ever gotten into a rap battle with anybody? And fallen in love? <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
It's a good question. Maybe this is what's going wrong. Maybe you haven't been in enough rap battles. Maybe that's it. <laughs> it's like you have to try stuff. You know, you have to do the apps. You have to meet people. You have to get into rap battles. <laughs> yeah, if worse comes to worse, you just go on a street corner, start rapping and wait. <laughs> I would love to see what happens if I went on my street corner next to the uh, church and started rapping. It'd be very interesting. Um, no, I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't dream of it. I'd be terrified. Have I you mean, ever done like a comedy roast battle with a girl and fallen in love or boy, whichever? No, never done a comedy roast battle. No. Or, no. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never... Uh, I mean, I can imagine you would fall in love with someone if you had a great roast battle. Mm. I can see it happening. The oh, tension, it feels the aggression. Like a, yeah, it feels yeah. like the plot of a, you know... A, a movie and it's very kind of it's it's very much like you know in um in a rom-com which we've all said we're fans of um when the the couple when they meet up are sparring back and forth That's banter it, i mean this it? is just that at a heightened yeah. the whole crowd watching them as well yeah, I, I yeah, can yeah quite imagine so little kim said he became my friend my lover my everything <gasps> i oh, was wow. his biggest fan he knew i would be the biggest female rapper i think i inspired him to want different things and to be different we were a match made in heaven like sunny and sure oh wow they should have got mean, married a girl after our hearts with that reference <laughs> <laughs> if they had got married little kim if you're listening if you had got married this would be your podcast yeah, but sadly you didn't because he is currently married to Faith Evans. Wow, so okay. Faith does not know about his history with Little Kim. Okay, she visits him on tour where he's on tour with Junior Mafia. Little Kim is a member of, mm -hmm. and she'd noticed that Kim would ring him late at night when she was in oh, bed with him. No. <gasps> she also noticed that Kim was avoiding her when she was visiting. Uh, Biggie on tour Oh this is uncomfortable But then Biggie asked Faith To take him to the gym with her And to take her shopping Oh Biggie's doing that thing That boys do Where they try to make The two girls Like become friends Like that'll make it better It just, it just doesn't work Is that girls what we talk. do? <laughs> That's what you, you know? do How did you find <laughs> Simeo texts all Damn. men They know <laughs> <laughs> So, but Faith doesn't suspect anything because she says that uh, Biggie is always really mean about Kim behind her back. And then Ugh. she said Kim made a point of saying, to, they got into a taxi together and she said Kim made a point of saying to her, oh, Biggie, he's just like my big brother. Oh, God, this nice. is literally a rom-com. Nicely done. So again, this is basically, it seems, and this is from Faith Evans' book. He cheats on her aggressively. Okay. Big starts acting shifty. A girl claims he got her pregnant after a show. So Faith joins him on tour, sees a girl's name and number, rings her up, tells her to come over, then gets into bed with Big. Then when the girl arrives, Big says to her, this is my wife. We're not going to mess around anymore. Faith smiles at her. The girl exits the hotel room. Then she su suspects he's cheating on her in a hotel in Virginia where he's on tour. So she flies to the hotel, knocks on the door, pretends she's housekeeping. And then when a woman answers, Faith starts punching her, then leaves and flies back to New York. Faith finds a Polaroid of a girl with a number in Big's glove box, tracks her down and beats her up. Okay. Oh, is that the montage? That's the montage. <laughs> Real romantic. That was just wow. one beautiful vista after another. She just loves Young Dream, these two. Amazing. 
I mean, no, I'm not making excuses for him. (laughs) I think, no, you can say that you're not surprised by this behavior. Not surprised. If if you're going to go out with a charismatic rapper, then these things are going to happen, I guess. Especially when they're young, famous, just hit him. Really really famous. And he's had like a difficult start in life. He doesn't have a very sort of strong structure behind him, I'm assuming. He's on tour with Puff Daddy in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, I mean, if anything, you you kind of expect that that that's what is going to happen. Imagine like um, a rapper who went on tour away from his wife and kids and didn't sleep with anyone. That would be weird. Yeah, Guys? I don't think there is one. Yeah. I was trying. I, I was about to say maybe Will Smith, but then that's a whole other. That's, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Okay, I think this is like an appropriate time to sort of pause. And Sunil, what I want you to do is imagine, bring, bring, bring. It's a really Big mobile phone, a brick of right. a mobile phone, straight Hello? from the summer of '94. Okay. And it's Faith Evans and Notorious B.I.G. They're the... in town. Yeah. They want you to join them for a night out. Right. What do you imagine a night out with these crazy kids at the height of their romance being like? In in Bath. Yeah, they're in Bath. <laughs> <clears throat> But I mean, they, 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 you can travel. I don't, you don't have to stay <laughs> yeah, in I'd like to show them. I'd like to show them some stuff. Take uh, a little crescent. <laughs> well, at that age, I think I was about. You know, I'd take them down to um, the the uh, the the Daisy Chain JCR, uh, which is a local shop where I could get served underage for alcohol. So mm-hmm. I'd uh, pick up a crate of Moscow Mules for them. And then I'd walk them up to the um, the park in front of the Royal Crescent, and um, we'd we'd have a few of them there. Uh, okay. We'd drink those there. Maybe try and find some fireworks somewhere, uh, set <laughs> them off as well. Uh, and then if we've had enough to drink, we might sort of build up enough courage to go to um, the uh, Cadillacs nightclub. Uh, try and get in See, there, and I'll be like these. Are my- Sunil, so the, the point the point of this question sure. is for is for you to sort of describe what you imagine like the dynamic of the couple is, not just oh, right. walk not us me through your sad teenage nights. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I see. Okay. So I reckon at that stage they'd probably be um at what stage in their relationship? So they, they they so they got married, he's really famous, mm-hmm. he's cheating, cheating on, on her. her. He's cheating right. on her a lot. God, right. This is going to be. But she's mad about it, and she loves him. He like he keeps saying, "Yeah, I cheat on her." And this is what's so funny is in is all horrible. the stories she goes. Yeah. I said to him, "Did you have sex with her?" He said, "Yes." Then we had sex, and then I didn't talk to him for a bit. Standard. Right. So, so they're I've in got... love, but they just can't make it work, and they're out with you in Bath. Like, so I've you got imagine to keep them like away from it. any women, then basically. Have a night. That's part of that's part yeah, of your problem. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. God. Right. Okay. Well, I'll take him <laughs> to the Daisy Changes. <laughs> <laughs> I get some Moscow mules and then we'll go sit in the park in front of the Crescent <laughs> and I'll keep him I'll keep him on the straight I'll and keep narrow. him on the straight and narrow because he's not going to meet any women doing that I guarantee, yeah, I guarantee it. Now. I guarantee it and then we'll try and get into Cadillacs and yeah. no, um well, I imagine she'd be fuming with him, wouldn't she? Like, or she'd also be on the lookout for any female attention, and she'd yeah. be. And the, there's no way this is going to be anything but a tense evening. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have a few conversations about the art form of rap. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's the only way to keep them distracted and away from. I mean, anything where he's around any women is going to be a nightmare. It'll be stressful because it's 
is Bath technically the West Country? Yeah. And he's an East Coast rapper, so he's going to be... Yeah, so that might be tough for him as well. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> well, all right, we'll get a National Express and we'll go as far east. We'll go to Dover. <laughs> Where he'll feel more comfortable. He'll feel more at home there, yeah. It's by a coast as well, which he'll prefer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I get the impression that he can basically do whatever he wants and he knows that he can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And she can get as angry as she wants and it's not going to affect anything. They'll have a bit of a fallout and he'll just come back, just smile away and it'll be fine. I think you're yeah. right. I think He's got toxic. that riz. He's so got that riz. Charisma. He's got that riz. <laughs> They're only together for four years. They were busy. They were busy. So during this cycle, she gets his name tattooed above her breast. Oh. Then he That's w- how you keep them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that always works. <laughs> Big records a song with Little Kim. Of course he does. Called Get Money, about a girl just after him for his money. And starring Charlie Baltimore, one of the girls he's cheating on Faith mm-hmm. with. She dresses up in the video as Faith. Oh. And she's kind of like a punchline in the video, like Faith is only after Biggie for his money. Oh my he God! That's mean a, it. Come on, that's a wrinkle. He's why is he being mean? Why is he being he's mean? the one cheating. He's been mean. But that was really she? Is. What was what was happening in the background at this point? Was she threatening to leave him? Well, I think it's just always the cycle of. I think she took a lot of pride the fact that all these women were after him, but she had oh, the yeah. title of wife. She had the yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was wife, and yeah. she was the first lady of Bad Boy Records. Yeah. So that she was sort of different to everybody else because. She was wife. Yeah. 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 So uh, they're barely seeing each other uh, at this stage. Then Faith hears Lil Kim on Wendy Williams' radio show. Oh, classic. And she's talking about, uh, Wendy asks her about her relationship with Biggie, saying, Oh, Wendy will. Wendy's messy. She will ask. (laughs) Kim says that Faith and Biggie, they've broken up. (gasps) And she sounds really gleeful and happy about it. And it's only Faith listening to it and hearing how gleeful and happy Lil' Kim sounds about how bad her relationship is, that she's like, oh, she's sleeping with my husband. Only just gets it right. Just she just it figured it out. All right. Okay. Yeah. So then Faith goes on Wendy Williams and threatens Kim. How, sorry, how long after? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Come back like next week. <laughs> and then just as a fun little postscript, later yeah. on, Lil Kim will suggest that Wendy herself had also had her own moment with Biggie. I wouldn't be surprised. And this ca- comes after Wendy on her show slagged off Little Kim's cosmetic work, cosmetic work mm-hmm. that she had done to her face. Very and, Wendy. And in response, Little Kim tweeted, stop hating on me because you sucked Big's dick and he didn't want nothing to do with your ass after that. Did you say Little Kim tweeted? So how far into this are we then? <laughs> no, this is it? in the future. This happened oh, like... Oh, right, in the future. Right, I was, right. Okay, I was going to say, I was, I was like, what happened? I'm pretty we're sure Biggie Small died 90s. in the 90s. We're still in the early 90s. <laughs> These women. So you're telling me that like almost like 10, 15 years later, Kim still pissed off with Wendy about yeah. this. Like, the guy's dead at this point. Like, so I don't think is, it matters who, anymore. Who is Wendy Williams? Oh, she... Was a huge rate to cut the very long term, oh, very radio. massive radio DJ in New York. She okay. then got her own uh, televised talk show, right. which was on for years and years and years and years and years. But very into gossip. She was she's the center of a lot of nineties hip hop gossip. Right. And she got so many people on her show as well. So. Okay. 
She this was is messy. Part of the course. She was messy. Very nice. messy, yeah. yeah. So Faith and Biggie are not simpatico at this time. They're they're kind right. of not very they, they but they're still kind of talking to each other, but they're not like it's 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 complicated as the kids mm-hmm. used to say on Facebook. Okay, so because <laughs> we thought things aren't getting out of messier, enter Tupac. Oh, there hello. he is, man after my heart. Here he comes. Cannot wait. <laughs> so but she's is, in. Is this, are you going to do another? Yeah, can you do another reading? Can, can you, you do, do another Tupac reading this time? Yeah, can you do Tupac's voice? <laughs> this is all reportage. This okay. no first first person uh, all right. okay. evidence. I'm afraid. So she meets. She's in LA. She meets Tupac for the first time. He's on parole and is recovering from a shooting that he believes Biggie was behind. But at the mm-hmm. time, Faith does not realize the extent of Tupac's paranoia. He asks her to record a, a song with him, and and she mentions it to Big, and Big thinks that's a brilliant idea. Go for it. Then Tupac bumps into her the next day at the premiere of Waiting to Exhale. He's very flirty. She feels a little bit uncomfortable about how flirty he's being. He's being so flirty that at one stage Whitney Houston looks across the room at her and goes, "Mmm." So she, she should have gone for it. Tupac was hot. So Faith is freaking out. They arrange a recording date and instead of having just like a car to arrive and take her to the studio, Tupac himself picks her up and <gasps> drives her to the recording studio in a convertible. Oh, nice. It's only when she arrives at the recording studio, she realises that Tupac is signed to Death Row Records. Oh no. Yep. She just realised this. Just realised it. Do, okay. Come on, so Faith. No. You were in the yeah. industry. I don't buy this for a second. Yeah. Come on, Nonsense. Faith. Come on. I was a little white girl in New Orleans and I fucking knew that shit. So you need to get real. I don't buy this for a second. No, that's not true. Come on. Do you call shenanigans on this, Sunil? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what happened next? So then they record their song and yeah. Tupac says he'll give Faith her check in his hotel room later. Oh, okay. They go there and Tupac launches into a rant about how much he hates East Coast rappers and says she's his bitch now. Oh. Then when she's like, I don't want to be with you, I'm married, he refuses to pay her. Oh, okay. So then Tupac and Suge Knight, who's head of the Death Row Records, claim in an interview that Faith bought the suit that Tupac was wearing and they had had an intimate moment together. Big, listening to all this, believes the lies. Okay. Yeah, well, didn't Tupac do that famous line in that song, which I probably shouldn't repeat? Which, which, I mean, he had a lot of famous lines. Oh, the one <laughs> he's a pretty, pretty big I, rapper. I, I fucked you, bitch, you fat motherfucker. Yeah. 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 yeah that feels quite right. I haven't had a chance to, li- I mean. It feels very pointed. <laughs> it does. It does seem to be about someone in particular, doesn't it? <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't about heavy D, no, so no. Like we all know, <laughs> or Fat Joe. So it, it kind of only leaves one guy, really, doesn't it? So. so she's really upset that he believes the that yeah. two, all the Tupac nonsense that they, you know, had sex together. She's so upset she covers up her Biggie tattoo. <gasps> she covers it up. She gets her name like tattooed, so it's like Biggie Faith. So it's like Big Faith instead of Big. And how does she deal with all this trauma? She has sex with with Big again. That'll that'll always teach him. Yeah. Mm. But this time it's got bigger consequences because now... She gets knocked up. She's pregnant. Oh, Oh. dear. They weren't practicing safe sex, these kids. Yeah. This is a mess. It's not going well for these two. (laughs) Guys, come on. I hate to say it, but I think maybe getting married after two months at 21, not a great idea for these guys. No. Bear in mind... 
they've been together about three years at this stage. Oh my God. (laughs) Has she met his mother yet, by the way? I'm still curious about that. She met his mother after the wedding. They got on really well. Oh, great. That's that's good to know. Okay. So Biggie responds to the news that Faith is pregnant. With glee and happiness and can't wait to be a father again. By releasing a song where he suggests that Tupac is the real dad. Oh, Oh, so... Logical response. <laughs> these these guys. <laughs> these guys, come on. Oh, what are they like? So eight months pregnant, she confronts oh little Kim in a recording studio and punches her. It's her go to move. She sees it. She sees a girl she doesn't like. That's not a yes and maneuver. That's completely out of nowhere. It's like if Biggie sees a girl he likes, shag him. And if she sees a girl she doesn't like, punch him. That seems to be their go to vibes. Then Tupac is killed and Faith and the East Faith finds herself at the centre of the whole East Coast, West Coast rivalry. Yeah. That she didn't really know about. That she didn't know about. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So this is, and then she gives birth to her son, with Biggie, Christopher Jordan. Just been a stellar year downtime? for Faith. There's no downtime for any of these people. No, they're really. Constant this is. Drama. I'm beginning to think that Faith didn't really get much of a chance for her own career to flourish. Yeah, she was just too absolutely. busy dealing with all this mess. Yeah. If she just stuck with that first guy she got with, or just none of those guys, and just like. This, she stuck, have stuck with, him, with that child she first stuck with it. that yeah. kid and then she could have been all right so this is what biggie says about faith around this period i think it's around this period is it going to be something nice because... no it's quite philosophical mm. i married oh, okay. her after knowing her eight days and i was happy that was my baby at the same time, with us being so spontaneous, we did it backwards. Maybe she won't admit it, but I will. We should have got to know each other and then got married. There we go. Welcome. The relationship Welcome. kind of dissolved, but we're still going to be friends. I love her. We have a baby together and we're always going to love our kids. Who knows? Ten years from now, we might even get back together. Oh, what could have been. I mean, at least he finally saw the light. That's that's nice to see. He did mature. So yeah. at this stage, he's living with Charlie Baltimore, but he's still seeing Kim and they occasionally sleep together. Then he invites Faith and their son to join him for Christmas at his house with his like, extended family. But right. she's a little bit suspicious because she's like, hang on a sec. Are we really getting back together are you still sleeping with Charlie on? Baltimore? Yep. So she decides the best way to just confirm this in her head is... This will be stunning. She's going to break into his house. How else, How else could you possibly know? How else are you going to know? How else are you going to know? How else? There's literally no other way. Before, conversa- no. before no. you commit to Christmas together, is he still sleeping with Charlie Baltimore? But how is she going to find out if they're sleeping together by breaking in? She's going to break in over, during the and, night and, and see if they're in bed watch. together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So she breaks into his house and I'll yeah. go, and now I'll go into her words. Here we go. As soon as I saw a small lump next to Big's large frame, I flew into a rage. I ran over to the side of the bed and pulled back the covers. I grabbed some chick out of the bed and started beating her ass. I Classic. stopped throwing punches for a minute to get a good look at the chick I was beating up. It was little Kim. Oh. <gasps> oh, twist. <laughs> Oh, oh, goodness, Biggie. She was completely oh. butt naked and yelling as I pushed her out of the room. 
Oh, my goodness. I did not see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming, no. What a Christmas surprise. What a Christmas surprise. So then, again, quick montage. Kim scratches her car. Then Faith has sex with Biggie. But then Whoa. decides. I mean, always she always has time to have sex with Biggie. She can always squeeze that one into her calendar. Yeah. She always finds room. Faith <laughs> slashes Little Kim's tires, and at that yep. moment, she decides she's at peace with Little Kim, and she's oh, done with they're Biggie. Even. Okay, they and she's done. done. Okay, right. They're moving okay. on. So okay. this yeah. whole relationship takes place in three years. This is nuts. Okay, so they're done. They split up. This is what year are we at now? Uh, like 97. 97, yeah. 97. 97. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I have to come to you, uh, Sunil. We've got the big question. Hmm. Between Faith Evans and Biggie, Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. Notorious, a.k.a. Chris Wallace, why do you think it didn't work? <laughs> um, I think I think it's the classic case of, you know, marrying a rapper two weeks after you, you meet him while he's also sleeping with lots of other um, uh, female <laughs> artists in the industry that you are eventually going to end up meeting and not splitting up at any point with him and just continuing to try and be the number one, uh, the wife. I think via punching other women that seemed to be her her way of doing it. I just think everyone's reacting really strongly yeah. without thinking first and I think everyone just needed to take a step back at every point and not let things escalate to this level. I think because reading the book she kept saying she had this really romantic idea of being like a ride or die girl yeah. you know the mm. whole like I, you know you mess me about and I'll come back stronger and you know I'll yeah. be by your side I think she you know and especially when you're in your early 20s you think oh my god yeah. it's so much drama but I'm the special one and he hates me but he needs yeah. me and mm. we're so different but that it, is a real tale as old as time that young girls will <laughs> will fall for that and I guess like you're being written about in the press and like in mm -hmm. the radio and people are egging you on to do something you got to react in a big way haven't you? you can't really just like have a nice chat with someone after everyone's chatting about you on the news. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Don't Gotta let anyone think you're a pussy. No matter what. That's what I've never, always... never let them call you a coward. That, yeah, that as well. That's what I'm saying. So um, after, and I had to kind of choose a point where they broke up because honestly, mm -hmm. I just had yeah. to like make a call. Uh, so they still are kind of back and forth. They're still shagging because no matter what, she will in her diary every day find time to shag yeah. Chris Wallace. That's... And she they, can't. That's that's separate to their whole relationship. And they, were, them having sex. they never got divorced or anything. They never got divorced. They just split up. Okay, so they walked so Will and Jada in, could run. In God's eyes, till the end, wasn't it? Till the end, yeah. yeah. So uh, March 9th, they're both at an industry party in Los Angeles uh -oh. when poor old Biggie is tragically shot. And he, he doesn't make it. Uh, she is devastated, but she's also his official widow. She's the yes. last girl Yay. standing. Nice and one. she really leaned into that. As she well. had the ball. She did, at so. the end of the game, she was the one holding yeah. holding the ball. So she would at this I think it's so funny. So one of the first things she does when she gets sort of control of his estate is she repossesses a car that Biggie had given to Charlie Baltimore. Great. Oh, great stuff. So that is Absolutely that's lovely. nice. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that what is I do. great stuff. And then at at Biggie's funeral, the organist is playing just an acoustic. Is that the right word? Just like the music of "I Will Always Love You." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just the music Inst instrumental. instrumental. The acoustic is just singing. I think. The organist is playing instrumental version of "I Will Always Love You," and out of nowhere. 
Little Kim stands up and <gasps> starts singing along. Oh, uh, provocative no. move. Okay. Oh, is there security God. at this place? I mean, I I would imagine so. Yeah. Punches are going to be flying. Do you know what oh I think? I reckon the architect behind all of this was Puff Daddy because it makes Ooh. so much money for like having all that press attention. He would have been egging him on. I reckon all the time. If you're going out with somebody and Puff Daddy is his best friend. Yeah, yeah it's a red flag. Yeah. It's a red flag. Um, she then records I'll Be Missing You with Puff Daddy, which becomes of one of the most iconic songs of yeah. the 90s. And she got that role by being his wife, let's be honest. She, so she did. She, she stuck it, it out and yeah, got, yeah. got that prize in the end. Shout out, so, Faith. So we've got the second, well, the second of three uh, big questions to give right. to you, Sunil. Putting everything in context... In every splish, there's a winner and there's a loser. Yeah, and yeah. death is just one of the elements when it comes to who really wins a splish. Yeah. So in, mm-hmm. the, in the breakup between Faith Evans and Notorious B.I.G., who won? <laughs> who so won the splish? We're calling his death the breakup. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh, right. They broke yeah, up they before. Broke they up before. Okay, they broke right. up before. Okay, they broke up before. Who when, he won found, when she found little Kim in his bed the night before Christmas. Yeah. They were I, over before. I still yeah. think she lost overall. I don't think you're wrong. I think you're because right. Because he managed to have like this glittering career and everything. And she didn't, she just didn't manage to do that. She wasn't really allowed to have that because she was always his wife. She really was. I totally agree. Yeah. She got scuppered by this. She could have, she really could have, she was a talented little girl. Exactly. She could have really yeah. done some stuff and she got totally over. Like I said, she was way, anyone who tells me different is lying. She yeah. was definitely well known in the mainstream media, especially yeah. as being his, as more for being his wife than anything else. I mean, I didn't even know she was, but. I mean, Sunil, massive B.I.G. fan, <laughs> stick her on a speaker every morning, guys, in Bath. No idea who she was. That's what I mean. So, she got completely. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you what you need to know. That's a, it's such a shame. Yeah. Biggie, what do you think, Grania? I think you're right. I think she never, and this is no pun, and she never escaped his shadow. Mm. That big, charismatic, Rizzy shadow. She, she was always defined by her relationship with him. I presume, though, I know we're running out of time, so very quickly, though, I presume as she got uh, his estate, she's done oh, pretty yeah. goddamn well financially. She's Little, financially, she's fine. Lil Kim escaped his shadow, though, I guess, in artistically. But Lil Kim was already doing well. Lil Kim wasn't his... But you're right. You are right. Yes. You are right. But Lil Kim wasn't his wife. She was just yeah, his, yeah, one of the yeah, girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. By the sounds of it, according to her book, she's doing well now. Well, Faith it's Evans funny you say well. that. Side note, the book was written in the sort of the early noughties and it ends with, and now I've found the love of my life, who was, let me just check who it was. Ba, ba, ba. Anyway, it was his producer, Todd Russo. And then I thought, oh, I'll just check on Wikipedia to find out how they're getting on. Yeah, they're divorced. No, okay. <laughs> they're divorced. divorced. And then she okay. married a star of, um, I think it's some, one of those Atlanta TV shows. Hip hop and Atlanta, Windows reality yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Stevie okay. J, and they also had a messy divorce. So, okay. So she's been through the ringer a few times. But she's still rich, right? You get something yeah. out of this. You're fine. She gets something out yeah. of this. Okay. Well, we, um, we, we send our thoughts and prayers to you, Faith Evans. You never know. He could still be out there. Just keep, keep trying. Come on. And just keep punching your way through women until you find the one. That's what I say. So if nothing else, come to Bath. Sunil, go out with you. Anyway. Thumbs up. Our last, our last question that we ask all of our guests, Sunil. Yeah. Is a, a, erase your mind of, uh, of Biggie and, and, and Little Kim, as well as Faith Evans, of course. Erase your mind of all of that. We now want you to focus on this question. We're going to ask all our guests. We're asking okay. you now. 
the patron saint of our podcast, uh, we are trying to find someone who we think is up to her level. Someone who can be with her intellectually, spiritually, artistically, etc. So you, Sunil, put your thinking cap on and see if you can think of someone who could be with the one, the only, Cher. I thought she already... She's don't, we don't want to hear about she already has a boyfriend. We, we don't, don't we, we don't consider that as canon. We don't accept it because we started doing this bit before they got together and we refused to stop doing it. We thought it. they'd be broken up by now. And and to be honest, the picture she put up at Christmas is really pissing me off because I kind of thought they were done, but that's a whole different story. So just ignore that. So I gotta find a man for a share. Yeah. Anyone. We don't think gender is not an issue here. We figure if she if the person you think of is with someone else, they'll happily step aside for their partner to be with Cher. So we're very open minded podcast here. Just who do you think is her soulmate? <laughs> All right. Um uh, the, uh David Beckham. Oof, Beckham. I think that's a good okay. match because I just he's like that, yeah, but that is he's a, I think he's a good match for a lot of people. Talk me through it. Just seems like a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> well connected. Um very he's well connected. Um still working hard. Uh, got his own interests, his own life going on. And he also seems to have a thing for brunette female singers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So God, yeah. Got, of course. He's got history with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not afraid of a woman who's got fame of her own. Yeah. So he's not, Absolutely. he won't be threatened. He's a high performer. He's got his own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He keeps himself fish. He's had a family. He's just getting on with his life. He's now. done. He's done. He's they done. Can just, they can just walk into the sunset. Yeah. Together. He wouldn't be talking nice too much. Yeah. We'll I think to... he'd be like, oh, oh, all right, sure. Seems quite fun as well. Yeah, I think he'd be quite fun. All right, Cher, come on then. Let's get on the stage then. then. Go on, make some money. Come on then. Oh, God, David, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't need to be chaperoned everywhere. Again. He can hold a conversation with other people. He's fine. Yeah. This is a, this, and also, I think if she if he got with Cher, he'd finally get the OBE that he's yes. been dying to get. Yes. 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 This could do it, David. Why this would could that do trigger it. an OBE? Okay, yeah. But. <laughs> This could do it. You think the king's going to be like, oh yeah, it's about yeah, time. Yeah, Charles would be like, Fair you know play. what, mate, nice one. Nice one. He'd be like, oh my God, maybe Cheryl will come. You can have the OBE. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're going a bit downhill in terms of public interest. So if we can get Cher to come to a ceremony, it's David worth Beckham it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, thank you. Good suggestion. Great answer. Yeah. You see, the bones know. You go with your instinct. The bones yeah, that's know. what it is. The bones know. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Sunil. You've Pleasure. been a font, oh, thank a you. font of so knowledge. Thank you for um, opening been... my eyes with all that research as well. I had no idea. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> we noticed. <laughs> Where can our listeners find more of you? Um, you can watch me acting on um, Alice and Jack on Channel 4. I think mm-hmm. that's out this spring. Or just find me on Instagram, Sunil Patel Solutions. What can I say? One of my favourite things about mm. knowing you is every time I turn on the television, same. You're there. Yeah, so it's, there. it's like Forrest Gump. You just pop up. Yeah, he's just there. It's, um, there's a couple more. Honestly, if you're if you're in the UK. If you're in the UK listening to this, just pop on your TV. You will see Sunil there. You <laughs> recognise his dulcet is tones. the culture. He's a monoculture. I've yet Paddington to be Bear level of <laughs> culture supremacy. He's just the culture. It's like BBC One. Yeah. <laughs> We're so happy. Of course, of course you popped up here. Yes, no, thank of you course. for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. Thank you so much, Sunil. Thank, thank you so much for being with us. Really... Thank you so thank much. You. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So 
email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The way they were. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.